and we're live. Hey, we did it. We did it. Yay. Hooray. We're on the internet. It's yeah. just the two of us. Do it's how do we us. explain this? <laughs> uh Sean literally broke his face uh playing Quidditch. Yeah, this is not a joke. He no, actually not. will not be on for the next couple weeks. Yeah. I'm being um, told I may be muted. You're no, you're good now. There was okay. an error. I had to reset. Okay. Um so Sean broke his face in Quidditch. Uh specifically his cheekbone, I believe, uh yes. got smashed. He is going into surgery next week. He is okay. We've been talking to him in the background and he's been hanging out. Um more to come with that. Uh so well wishes for Sean if uh you see him in the Discord or on Twitter or something. But uh yeah, he's doing okay. Everything will be back to normal at some point. Uh, it was a little scary to find out what happened to him. Yeah, like right he just messaged out of like, the blue, like, uh, "Well, I need surgery, or I'm in the hospital." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, he's like, "Paul, can you cut the episode? I like my face is broken or something." It's just like, "Wait, what?" Just <laughs> nonchalant, like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be away for the next like three weeks." Yeah, so uh, well, it's Sean just energy. Him. He's still doing background stuff. Uh, he's the one that put up the poll for TDP Plus and stuff, but uh, he's in no way being going to be able to talk for at least another couple weeks, probably. Um, So, yeah, that's the news with why there's two of us, but it's okay. We have uh, arguably too much to talk about on this episode. Yeah, a anyway. lot happened this week somehow. Despite it Blood feeling, happened. it felt quiet up until like was it yesterday? I think it started going nuts. Yeah, I think so. A lot happened yesterday. <laughs> let's put it that uh, way. Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, let's just jump right into it. This is the top down perspective for July twenty second, and I'm Paul Fleck, John Wheeler. All right, um, John, I'm just gonna start talking about games. <laughs> go for <laughs> it. Just, I, just go. I, I'm gonna go Paul, through. Paul a bunch played of five them. games this week. I played yeah. zero, but I'm gonna. I'm actually able to finally talk about the game I played while I was on break. So yeah, uh, I played Second Extinction. It is a Left 4 Dead like with dinos. Um, it's in game preview or early access right now. It's on Game Pass. It is okay if you have a group. It's kind of just another one of those, and kind of doesn't do anything too special. Um, so second extinction, if you want to play with your buds on game pass, it's maybe worth looking out. At. Is it just evolve again? No, it is very much left for dead. You go into like an open world area with an objective and uh, you can do other mini objectives to like kind of get, you get stuff from the dinosaurs and for doing objectives that you can upgrade your weapons and characters in like the lobby after and, uh, it's persistent. So there's kind of that hook in there, which is kind of cool. It's not fully out yet. And other people that I've been playing with have had weird bugs in it. I haven't. So I've had a great experience with it. Uh, one of my friends disconnects every 10 minutes from our lobby for some reason. The game just stops working. The other one, he, the game plays everything through his like headset that he so he can hear himself and the other guy that we play with at like at all times even though yeah it's weird that game is buggy 
but interesting but it's okay for me so that's (laughs) aren't you the lucky one i guess so yeah i guess so um i've been still dabbling in final fantasy 14 it's unfortunate that my time with that is probably done now because every other game decided to come out uh, specifically (laughs) on july 20th uh so uh final fantasy 14 is still great i see why people love it and i'm not even at what people call the good part yet so that's cool are you ever gonna Uh, go back on downtime what are you thinking totally yeah i'm so in um i was also told like just don't rush it or whatever and i kind of agree at this point uh that story sucks until the part i'm at now and now it starts things are starting to happen like the first 50 levels sucks so uh, i meant to ask this last time too are you playing you're playing through realm reborn right now right like the the I'm, first the not the pre-expansion stuff i'm in the yeah i'm in the stuff it's the end game of that so the okay two point two x content so apparently they truncated a lot of that after mm. i stopped playing so uh i heard that was in between that does it seem truncated to you or is it are you still playing yeah. the old stuff yeah, no. Uh, when I started, like on this, I'm not gonna call it a grind because I've been kind of taking my time with it as well. A couple weeks ago, I yeah. started where I left off a couple years ago at like level 34, I think it was, and I hit 50 in three days. Like it's so much quicker if you just. I don't know what they did to it, but it feels way quicker moving around and getting stuff done. I guess the quests are a little less wordy or something i don't know what they did (laughs) but it feels quicker and it was okay not great uh it's starting to get really really cool though and that's exciting it's just too bad that it's starting to get really really cool when a whole bunch of other stuff happened like getting an email saying giving me a bunch of codes for the new world beta to try that mmo out which i did Um, okay so it's an mmo i've been hearing a lot of people talking about new world lately but i wasn't sure what it was it is an MMO. It feels more like a survival game because it has a lot of systems in it. Uh, so it's an MMO where everything you do levels up doing that thing. So if you like do a bunch of mining, your mining will get better and you can do more mining and do it quicker. Uh, same thing with like cutting down trees or leather working or any of that stuff. But more importantly, it also goes to your weaponry. So whatever weapons you use, you get better at and you kind of like upgrade the skill tree with that weapon more than just like upgrading like a warrior skill tree. You kind of just get better like per weapon that you use, which is kind of a neat way to do things. Also, it's more action oriented. It's not just kind of like clicking on a mob, then like hitting buttons when they go off cooldown until it dies. You are actually like it's an action RPG essentially uh, for the like combat style so i think that's really really fun about it um it has an okay setting that i thought it was going to be more like literally people like i don't know like native americans or like indigenous people versus like spaniards and shit because i haven't really been paying attention to what it is but no you are fighting demons and like things of that nature there's demonic forces on this land or whatever that you go to and it is very much still a video game as a video game and that's cool um i as i was playing it i read about 
uh, the story that we'll talk about later where it started breaking 390s and shit, and that wasn't too cool. So Whoa. I'm a little worried <laughs> about it. Um, it, it's a game I'm te- I'm totally tempted to buy and take a look at randomly with people, but like Final Fantasy fourteen is probably the thing that I'm going to rest my MMO hat on now for a long time because that game just opened up in a crazy way. Um, more importantly, Chris Tales came out, the game I've been waiting for forever, and it definitely makes gives me that like Chrono Trigger feeling of just kind of like unraveling a story using the time mechanics and like being odd that they like thought of certain ways to use those time mechanics specifically in the battle and not just uh with like storytelling things i really really like what they've shown of it now but it is very obviously like hey we loved square enix or square and uh square enix video games from the mid 90s and that's what we made (laughs) it is very much that sort of thing with a little bit of the light Mario RPG type things where there's like an active battle system where you push a button to do more damage or to like ensure a crit or to parry attacks when they come in at the right time and that sort of thing. But there's no there's none of the like little mini games or anything that I was kind of not feeling about bug fables. It's like the minimum amount of that sort of thing, which I enjoy. Um, It's just really super solid jrpg that is absolutely beautiful looking and has great music and just feels like one of those old games in like 2021 and i can't get enough of it i'm bummed that so much other stuff has been happening and coming out because i just remembered i'm gonna add one more other game here quickly that i've (laughs) oh yeah that that also was a big release (laughs) yeah (laughs) so um Chris Sales is fantastic. I had to pull myself away from it to do some, like, adult chores and, like, clean up and make dinner and stuff like that. But uh, I can't wait to jump back into that thing. It's so good. Uh, Pokemon Unite officially came out in uh, in some capacity on the Switch. So not out on uh, iOS and Android devices just yet. But the Pokemon... League of Legends is now out officially, and I played probably about three to four hours of that yesterday. Had a pretty good time with it. Um, the it, They did the thing I was worried about, and that is the monetization is, like, really bad and gross. It is taking forever to get shit unlocked that I want, and I've been winning, ex- like, very regularly in that thing. Now, is it all cosmetics, or is it what? It, what are the unlocks exactly? So some of the un, there, okay, there are cosmetics that are buy only, like you can only unlock them with purchasable stuff. Fair the enough. The unlocks are the different Pokemon uh, with the in-game currency, um, and maybe more gross is items that they can hold or you can use in battle with them. To like be better or whatever. Okay, so, so there is, are pay to win mechanics, basically. There's is what you're there's very light pay to win mechanics, but they are there. Yeah, they're definitely in there. Um it's pretty gross. It's about the same. Well, no other MOBAs don't usually do pay to win. Like they don't usually sell you things that 
or like give you the option to unlock things faster that give you an increase in the actual mechanics of the game they're usually just cosmetics um yeah i don't know that it's okay i don't love the monetization thing i don't love how slow it is to unlock stuff i'm trying to get my haunter or i guess gengar but like it starts off as haunter he's ten thousand in-game gold or points or whatever uh and i have i ended off even doing all my dailies from yesterday winning 10 out of my 12 matches and like doing a bunch of the challenges i think i ended off the day with like 9300 or something so yeah. it's it's infuriating <laughs> that i'm so close and i couldn't get it especially because i need five pokemon unlocked to be able to do ranked mode which is what i want to play and i only have four because I'm not going to cave in and buy a Pikachu for 6,000 coins. I want my fucking Gengar, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was so close. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it, I wouldn't take that game too seriously, and I hope people don't. It's pretty fun. I like that the matches are at most 10 minutes, because they just kind of go on forever. They're based on time and not based on you actually, like, completely annihilating your opponent they're okay. always going to be 10 matches or 10 minutes rather per match and yeah it's pretty fun uh it still has that great feeling of when you're winning you are definitely winning and it feels good and when you're losing you want to kill yourself so it's a moba um yeah i don't know it's i like it but i don't i would never recommend anybody play it if that makes any sense uh yeah um the last thing is death's door came out as well on the 20th and i was playing that just before we went live here that game is fantastic and so in my wheelhouse of things i like that it is ridiculous it is a top-down isometric dungeon actiony dungeon crawler type thing with a lot of uh level and game design ideas taken from the soul series of like an open world thing where you're kind of opening different paths and to the same or to like make progress because you always kind of start back at like a checkpoint that's pretty far but you open up like ladders and doorways to get back quicker and there it's revolved around boss fights and like yeah it's just super super fun and i can't wait to play more of it i'm not too far in so I don't really know where the story is going, but you play a re what they call a Reaper, which is like a Grim Reaper crow that's kind of in training in some sort of way, like kind of younger fledgling type Reaper that is in a little predicament that kind of happens right away and you are trying to like fix it essentially and you're meeting weird people along the way. It's cool. It's a really, really cool thing and I can definitely see why devolver picked that up because that is super the type of thing that they would put out for sure uh that's it though that's all i've been playing well uh, that's a lot of good stuff i've been hearing a lot about death's door so i'm excited to eventually check that out i actually have it picked up so yeah i almost didn't don't want to talk even more too much about it because it could win the patreon poll I, I uh, haven't looked at the Patreon poll. I'm curious to see how that's going right now because there were there were some good yeah. games on the list from what I saw. 
it is extra they're all within one or two votes away from each other basically oh, it's extraordinarily okay. close nice yeah what have you been doing all right well like i'm doing pacross as always i'm working on the miku pacross again but uh otherwise i haven't really played anything for myself this past week so let's talk about something i did play when i was on my time off yeah. on my time off uh i got a very early copy of blaster master zero three hell yeah yeah, so a lot of people figured out that's what it was because I was being cagey about it and they couldn't think of what <laughs> other major release I was excited about. Sure. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. I have I've already played through Blaster Master Zero Three and that was a treat. It is really fun. Uh, okay. I technically I could have talked about it right away, but I figured I would wait till like a week before release because now all the review copies are starting to get out there. So now it seems like it's the time to to chime up about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that game, uh, my, my, my memory of two might be hazy as I haven't played through two in a while. Uh, mm -hmm. but it seems harder than two. Okay. Yeah. Two Cause one's pretty one's, difficult in some sense. Yeah. One's pretty cakewalkish, especially by yep. comparison. Uh, sure. two definitely kicked me around a bit and three, at least for a while, definitely felt like it was doing that as well. Uh, there are some actually tough fights in there, uh, including like a, a hidden boss. Technically, uh, okay. there's like a lot of like uh, cool things about it. It is got a more open world feel than or feel than two did. Two kind of went to a more uh, you have an an overworld you can go through to different areas, but then like all the maps are self contained. This kind of goes back to the Metroidvania style of like. There's a bunch of paths you can only go through here if you need to have a certain ability, etc. So, uh, sure. bouncing around like that. Uh, they refined a bunch of the systems from Zero Two. So, the countering system's back. Uh, they refined the weapon system from One and Two. Uh, okay. And I think I actually like the change they made here better. Uh, instead of you having to like level up your weapons to access different types of weapons, you get five weapon types, and those are your weapon types for the game. The weapon power-ups make them stronger. So you start with your regular blaster, which if you get it fully leveled up can be a charge shot, uh, a shotgun, a whip, uh, okay. an auto lock-on that hits all targets, and, uh, of course, the wave beam. Right, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you level them all up together. So, like, you pick up three icons, you're using shotgun the whole time, all your other weapons will be at level three, etc., uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of doors that will only open to specific weapon types. So that's how you kind of balance out some of that. Uh, there's a lot of like optional dungeons you can do for, for extra items and stuff like that. Uh, there's a whole system where you, how do we even describe it? Uh, you essentially go into another dimension and that's a big focus okay. of the game too. Yeah, no, that, no, this has been all the marketing. So like, this is literally in like yeah. the trailer for the game and everything. Uh, so okay. it, it changes how you go through maps and mazes and stuff like that. It's a, I, I really liked it. The only thing I'm kind of eh on is the story. Uh, and that's because the story goes in a direction I didn't expect. Okay. Uh, and it's really hard to discuss this without spoiling yeah. anything about zero three. Let's the only way I can say this. That's not too spoilery is, if you're familiar with how Inti Creates likes to do their stories, this is an Inti Creates ass ending. So <laughs> get okay. ready to get ready to expect the unexpected, basically. Right. Okay. 
<laughs> is zero three right. the finale? Yeah, no, zero three is confirmed to be the finale. They they might do more stuff, but like this, this is the end of uh, Jason and Eve's storyline, essentially. Okay, sure, man. I I'm super excited. I really really like like I only played I think zero two last year during the pandemic. I probably I, yeah or finished it. No. Anyway, zero two is good. I like zero two. It's very. Good. I haven't gone back and played it since I beat it originally. Other yeah, than when they added sure. that uh, that Canna raising simulator DLC. Oh, did you go back and play? That? I did. I played I, that because I was like, oh, it's just like a shooting gallery. This is neat. I mean, like it's only like. I think it took me maybe an hour to get all the uh, all the different oh. can evolutions. It wasn't that much, but it was like a fun, silly thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Zero Two didn't get much DLC compared to One. I'm curious, and I guess they did that because they were working on Three. Uh, so now I'm curious, with this being the end of the trilogy, what are they going to do for DLC for this? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But no, I really enjoyed. I do recommend it. Just uh, get pre- get prepared for a hard game, and get prepared to be like, "What the fuck?" At a couple moments. Yeah, I mean, two and w- and even one had a few of those for sure too. So yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait. That's only a week away. So yeah, enjoy. Yeah. It. Cool. That's all I've been playing. Otherwise. All right. Well, with that, let's uh, move on to the news. Uh, so I put the big stuff like right away because I figured let's get the real big bummer out of the way and then everything else will be kind of a little more lighthearted. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to ease into the, the big thing uh, with the first news story of Activision. It came out that uh, Activision kind of sabotaged Blizzard's uh, Warcraft 3 what? reforged. What? I didn't hear this bit. one. What the fuck? Why? Yeah, so this was a thing where... They knew that uh, Warcraft 3 was going to be a very, very big deal. And it was announced as that it was going to be a very big deal uh, from the get-go. And it sounds like Activision pretty much just didn't give them enough time and cut their funding for it. (laughs) Which is why they released and they pressured them to put out a uh, what people who would not be named in this article uh called an un they knew an unfinished product and they were pressured into that um mm. so that's a bummer <laughs> because that was that was maybe what people really point to as like the first recognition that this blizzard is no longer the same blizzard that they yeah. grew up with and fell in love with um Moving on to the blizzard that nobody really knows anymore. Uh, There (sighs) is a big, big thing going on right now. The state of California has filed um, a a legal complaint, uh, specifically the Department of Fair Employment and Housing, an agency of the state of California, is suing Activision Blizzard for what they call frat boy culture and harassment of their female employees and workers. Um, I'm going to say this. This is pretty serious. Uh, Just if you're listening to this and you are a little more sensitive, some of the stuff here is maybe a trigger warning, just as a warning. Um, Some of the things that they are talking about here 
I'm just going to read verbatim from the Bloomberg Law report here because I think they do a pretty good job of wrapping some of the stuff up here. Uh, so one of the first things that's kind of like disgusting frat boy behavior, but maybe not too, too serious, just kind of really shitty, is um, they apparently they there's a thing that they would do called cube crawls where males employees would as they say drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and engage in inappropriate behavior toward female employees great that's the type of like that's crap the boy light, shit we're talking about that's the light part of this that's the stuff that's like those people should be fired for being idiots but there are um there are very serious sexual allegations. Uh, I know YouTube hates the word rape. That's thrown around a few ways here. Uh, there is an account of a female Activision employee who took her own life on a company trip with a male supervisor. Whoa. Okay. There that is, explains that story I saw going around. I thought they were related, but I didn't hear the full thing. There is a... Uh, it's hard for me to talk about. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's very, very serious. There's really serious shit going on here. This isn't just the like, ooh, cancel culture bullshit that people talk about on Twitter. This is literally people's lives have been ruined and some like to an extreme degree. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty serious. There is, uh, if you want to read it, there is a full 29-page, uh, like, copy of the lawsuit that is available for you to read where they go into specifics about the complaints. Um, you can read a little more specific about all of these stuff and, like, other things that have happened there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like yeah. I don't Holy I don't shit. know how you even talk about so, this stuff. I so I honestly thought like uh, okay, I knew it was bad. I but I didn't yeah. know the specifics. Like I saw pieces going around and now that you've actually read out some of it, I'm like, "Oh. Oh." Yeah. <laughs> um so this this does mirror to me some of the things that happened with Ubisoft last year and nothing totally. came out of that. But this time it's different because the actual government is involved. So yeah, I've seen the, some people speculating like this could actually cause some actual repercussions for people simply because now the act like a, a government is paying attention to it. This may actually finally yeah. change something. Yeah. Um, I don't like the idea of comparing uh, shitty situations. This is far worse than Ubisoft. What's been outlined here? Well, that we know of. I mean, there that might we be know false, of. Yeah, that we know of. Uh, I'll read a few more other things here that maybe aren't as serious as the stuff. Uh, I started with. I don't want to talk about the suicide thing because that's really, really yeah, hard. No, that's that's to fair. Read. Um. Okay, how about this one? Supervisors ignored medical restrictions given to female employees and gave them negative evaluations while they were out on maternity leave. Other female employees reported they were criticized for leaving work to pick up their children from daycare, 
while their male counterparts were playing video games and female employees were kicked out of lactation rooms so that the male employees could use the rooms for meetings. What? Uh, an African-American employee noted it took her two years to be made into a permanent employee while the men hired after her were made permanent employees. She was micromanaged uh, such that her male co-workers were known to be playing video games without uh, any intervention by her supervisor, but her supervisor would call and check to see if she took a break to go uh, check on her if she took a break to go on a walk. Other African-American employees who worked in information technology similarly micromanaged by her manager, unlike the men on her team, when she requested time off, her manager made her write a one-page summary of how she would spend that time off when no one else had to do it. What? Yeah. This. Yeah. There's now, a lot yeah, of the, shit that, in here. I see the frat boy culture thing there. That's, yeah, I, I'm actually very glad the government stepped in, and I never thought I'd say that. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, Activision put out a response... Oh, and I haven't heard this. Oh boy. Oh boy. It makes me it makes me hate them even more than just I was going to say that is not the that's not a happy face you have currently. I'm just going to read their response verbatim. I'm sorry this is going to take a good minute or two. Uh skip ahead if you don't want to hear it. We value diversity and strive to foster a workplace that inc- offers inclusivity for everyone. There is no place in our company or industry or in any industry for sexual misconduct, harassment of any kind. We take every allegation seriously, investigate all claims in cases re- related to misconduct. Action was taken to address the issue. The DFEH includes distorted and in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard's past. <laughs> yeah, this Holy is their shit. PR. Holy they are compl- shit. I, I'm like, D- this is PR uh, talk, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yep. Wow. They they swung for it. They did it. Mm, we mm. have been extremely cooperative with the DFEH through their investigation, including providing them with extensive data and ample documentation, but they refused to inform us what issues they perceived. They were required by law to adequately investigate and have good faith discussions with us to better understand and resolve any claims or concerns before going to litigation, but they failed to do so. Instead, they rushed to file an inaccurate complaint, as we will demonstrate in court. We are sickened by the uh, reprehensible conduct of the DFEH to drag into the complaint the tragic suicide of an employee whose passing has no bearing on this case with no regard for her grieving family. While we find this behavior to be disgraceful and unprofessional, it is unfortunately an example how they have conducted themselves throughout the course of... You know what? Fuck Activision Blizzard. Like, fuck them so much. Wow. I hate them so wow. fucking much. That is the way that a company talks when they know they will either win because no one cares, yeah. or they know they're going to win because they can outspend anyone who's actually going to be on the opposing side. But since this is the government involved, I don't know how this is going to go down. Uh, based on that discussion, they deserve to get slapped in the face. They better get there's, something out of this, but... Uh, there's more to this where they're there's, saying oh, that... Oh, fucks. No, I can't I don't it's know if like, I can handle anymore at this it's point. It's three more paragraphs. Um, the basic thing is they're saying the DFEH is not showcasing the Blizzard workplace of today. They've made changes, and they're not being like given the credit for it, and that they are doing stuff to ensure that women, people of color, are able to be more fairly represented, blah, blah, blah. There are articles online that I was looking up. Um, Unfortunately, I can't just say which ones they are because I closed them. You can Google it if you're into this sort of thing, that 
did deep dives. I think they're all on Kotaku, and uh, I think there might be one on Polygon or something as well that are just like, yeah, like, they say that they're fixed this, but this guy who is, like, one of the main people of this, he's still working there <laughs> and, like, shit like that. So they have debunked that I... I really want bad things to happen. I mean, and I don't know that that was so much fucking PR talk. There's you, you yeah. knew that would be, they were full of shit, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. That I definitely does so scream too big angry. to fail mentality. And, uh, I don't I want, I don't so. wish that for the employees, but I do wish it for the company at this point. I hope they're like, I hope they get taken down. I hope they're gone. Uh, this used to be my, one of my favorite companies and, it's it makes me sick like i i thought i so i will say i i read the headline of this uh what was going on here last night because somebody posted it in our discord and i was just kind of doing a once over of like the news and i didn't read into it i was just like oh yeah more um video game like treating women shitty thing like pretty standard fair unfortunately but unfortunately then i started reading it and then i was just like oh my god (laughs) What the fuck? Um, I guess the last thing I'll say on it is this is not just Activision Blizzard. This happens in th- places other than the video game industry. Um, it's fucking reprehensible. I, It makes me so disgusted. You know I'm not the guy who comes on here and like preaches about my politics or what I think. This is disgusting and it makes me fucking sick to have played their games fuck activision blizzard amen that's it uh moving on to happier news ea play okay all right whiplash (laughs) whiplash off of that wow okay i know uh who would have thought that going to ea would be the cleanser of bad news in the gaming industry uh ea play happened today actually um i just watched it actually before we went live here as well did you watch it no but i am aware of the big announcement at least yeah me too i uh, spo- it was spoiled like can you spoil pr i don't know i guess yeah, i mean so. it, it was leaked. <laughs> leaked it was leaked worst kept secret <laughs> etc um, I'll just quickly run through the things that happen. Grid Legends is coming out in 2022 from Codemasters. It it reminds me of the old Most Wanted, Need for Speed Most Wanted, because the thing they added to Grid for Grid Legends is a story mode with actors and FMV sequences of Ooh. them fighting and talking to each other. Ooh, okay, <laughs> now you got my attention now. It looks really dumb. Um, there's like three main actors in it. There's a... Uh, I don't remember any of their names, unfortunately. There's a woman racer who is trying to be the first female winner of the Grid Cup or whatever's happening in the story. There is um, a African-American guy who is, I guess, just a racer. I don't remember what his thing is. But then there's like a shitty white boy rich white boy (laughs) that is like the winner of the five previous cups and is like the one that everybody's gunning for to take down it's so cliche and like i kind of want to see it through but the problem is i always get bored of racing games so i never want to buy them for full price 
though I'm hoping this is on uh, EA Play so I can so I can play it. Um, I guess like the big thing is Sex Education, which is a show that Sean and I both like. I don't know if you've seen it. Which show? Sex Education. No. Okay. Uh, one of the actors from that is one of the dudes in this, and that's kind of interesting to me. Uh, after that, they did a bunch of Apex stuff, which made no sense to me. Um, I'm sure Sean loved it, and hopefully he'll talk about it more for people that are following Apex, but I didn't care and didn't follow it. Uh, I guess there's a new character or something coming. Uh, they showed that game that they kind of teased, I think, at E3 last year called Lost in Random, which is the Tim Burton-esque looking almost claymation action RPG type game with a, a dice companion that follows you around and like a weird card system to make him do things. And uh, it looked pretty good. It looked like if there was a darker Psychonauts or something, that kind of looks like that. what that game would be. I was going to say, uh, watching it, watching the trailer now, it kind of gives me like Alice Menace Returns vibes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I could see it. Uh, I really like how it looks. I like the style of it. I don't know that I'm sold on the weird card attacks for your dice companion, but it also looks to be just a normal hack and slash of some sort as well. So I'd probably check it out. It looks cool. An EA original. Uh, they showed Knockout City Season 2, Fight at the Movies, which seems to be a map that changes the arena randomly um between a whole bunch of different movie inspired things uh a new ball called a soda ball uh yeah new like gear and shit like that that you can unlock looks cool drops next week um battlefield 2042 has this thing called battlefield portal which is essentially you can mix and match a bunch of different battle sh battlefield shit from different games, including Battlefield 1942, Bad Company 2, Battlefield 3, and Battlefield 2042 to, like, have weird game modes and stuff in it. Uh, some of the things that they showcased was who would win or, like, you make a game mode or map or whatever where there are... It's 1942 on one side and 2042 on the other so you have 30 players or something playing on the 1942 side versus like 30 players on the 2042 and it's kind of a like there's a futuristic smaller team with like better weapons win against the masses of like the 1942 guys another game mode was a tank versus a whole bunch of like little weird drones because memes that they memed on the like who would win between like one horse-sized robot or a hundred like duck-sized robots essentially mm -hmm. is the meme yeah just stuff like that that people can put together they have said it is not a workshop type thing like a editor where you you cannot change anything on the maps or like put any custom things in or anything like that it is very much just mixing and matching things and toggling like switches to make different game modes and download them and stuff like that so seemed kind of neat. And then Dead Space uh, got kind of a non-trailer, a teaser trailer, because that is coming back. Yeah, and, so this is supposedly yeah. a remake of Dead Space 1 done by a different studio. Yeah. Uh, while the original devs are working on a new Dead Space game, I think I forgot about that, actually. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember either. Uh, I mean, I'm in. Dead Space is still one of the best horror video games ever created. So I hope they do it justice. I, that's what I'm worried about. If they don't have the original yeah. blood, I'm wondering what direction it's going to go in. Because Dead Space got pretty action-y by the end. Even if that was forced on them by EA. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with this. Yep. I agree. Okay, that was it for EA Play. Uh, a bunch of smaller stuff and mostly a whole lot of stuff also coming from the Discord. So thank you for people that do that. XCOM Legends, that weird mobile game, has officially been... is officially an XCOM game in the canon. So... Your next XCOM is a mobile free-to-play weird thing that people don't like the look of. That's unfortunate. Uh, I'll probably still try it because, you know. Still why, XCOM. Why not? At least it'll have good... You know the mechanics will be good at least, but yeah. Uh, I hope so, yeah. Uh... Yeah, um, there was... I didn't pull this as news, but there was also a controversy with Kotaku about this game where they made a tweet that a lot of people are saying or was a little unprofessional because their headline was the new XCOM looks like shit <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines and it pissed off a lot of the gaming industry people <laughs> wow okay <laughs> the fuck's going on man uh, I've, I want to see if I can find the actual tweet, but like... I appreciate the bluntness. I saw Jeff Gersman talking this week about some article where they, uh, they were making fun of the Ataris, the new Atari system. They said the exact same thing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Let me find that Jeff yeah. Gersman tweet. Their tweet was, 2K very quietly launches a new XCOM game that looks like shit. <laughs> and uh, a bunch of people decided to... Uh, pipe in and say that this is super not professional or any of that stuff including a dude who is a system designer on Warcraft so maybe he can go fuck himself forever I don't care what that guy has to say about anything uh, but yeah I thought that was funny I think this game looks <laughs> kind of like shit I'll play it though <laughs> I like XCOM type games but I don't I'm not impressed with what I've seen uh, yeah I here's guess. what here's what Jeff tweeted out this was this was tangent tangential basically in case you're okay. wondering where I come down on the article headlines, or come down on article, just this morning I was telling everyone that we shouldn't have titled a YouTube <laughs> podcast clip. Turns out the Atari VCS is hot garbage, even though I think the Atari VCS is hot garbage. Yeah. It is super yeah. unprofessional. Yeah, I it think is. context matters, and if that phrase came up in a longer podcast conversation or written preview, fine. But the lead with it just yep. comes off as mean to me. Too mean, and whatever other points you want to make, and the piece get buried by the harsh headline. Not worth it. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, as as Homer says, in their defense, it's hilarious. <laughs> it is funny, but it's because we can say that because we're not in the industry and we're not working yeah. on that game. I can if imagine I, seeing that and having worked on that game, those people are pissed. It, that's the type of thing that if, like, in my job I sent an email with anything in it that's like, what is this shit or something, I would be fired. Like, that's yeah. super inappropriate. Uh, it is hilarious. Uh, other things that people say look like shit, but I think it, it, it kind of look... I'll, I mean, I'll try. Ubisoft did, announced a new Tom Clancy game, and it is a first or free-to-play first-person arena shooter. Um, 
Yeah, it's called X Defiant, and it has attitude for days. And <laughs> the thing I think that weirds me out is Tom Clancy and like skater punk attitude do not go together <laughs> to me. But they are definitely trying to push it. Uh, what it is by the looks of it um, is they have squads from different Tom Clancy uh, games. There's one from The Division. There's one. There's the. Uh, oh my God! What's the Splinter Cell? What are they called again? The uh, company. Oh, Third Echelon. <clears throat> yeah, th- there's Third Echelon people in there. There's I can't remember which one. I think the Outcast or something. Uh, from Division. To I th- looks like there's what else is in here? I'm trying to oh okay the wolves that's who it is uh the wolves cleaners and outcasts aren't they all from Division Two and only uh, Echelon is the maybe. Splinter Cell <laughs> weird anyways the Clancy Verse is open now uh they are all fighting in an arena uh, you know it's rad kids know. war crimes. Yeah, that's what this screams to me. Like, I, I'm guessing yeah. based on the imaging that they were kind of like trying to get that blood dragon energy in there with like the neon and everything. And I can kind of see that. Yeah. Uh, I think the reason why it's called X Defiant is because the XD makes the like smiley face logo. And yeah, that's they specifically circle that <sighs> too on the logo I'm seeing. Yeah, it's it's definitely the smiley face and like a crosshair or something. Ugh. I, uh, I it's know. free to play. <laughs> Did you know that Tom Clancy passed away like a decade ago now, I think? <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah. yeah. Every day we get further from Tom Clancy. <laughs> uh, Fall Guys Season 5 was announced and kind of shown a little bit. Um, Do you care about Fall Guys still uh, anymore? I haven't touched it since. I don't even think I played season two. I might have I, like once. I played a little bit of season two. I didn't realize they were on season five or coming up on season five. Uh, so season five, six new rounds coming to the Beanie Bonanza. There's a treetop trump uh tumble around that will get players to battle those swinging logs and expanding frogs. Some expanding frogs down branching paths to get to the finish line. Stomping grounds is uh, is a scramble to avoid three huge mechanical rhinos. Lost temple is the most ambitious round to date, according to Mediatonic. Uh, I don't they don't say what happens in there, uh, and it's a new final, so that's cool, I guess. Oh, it's probably. I, I'm a race. still proud of the devs for having turned that into something like so interesting. I'm still happy that game totally. has gotten success. But I think it's it's for me it's past. It's one of those like, hey, if yeah. someone if I got a group, I'll play it. But yep. uh, yeah, I wonder. So I think they've actually finally added in the fact that like you can create like a streamer room and have everybody was, join on a code. I think that was season four's big update. I think you're right. Is does that like? ever make you want to go back in or not really i would probably do it for that for stream that would be fun yeah uh, sure yeah because you can't really per se stream snipe you sort of can but not too much but like that yeah. game is so chaotic and fun and it permits so many players it's probably worth it sure so yeah i'd be down to play yeah. like i'm not i'm not writing off the game like i'm done with it forever i'm just like 
if someone wants to play it, I'll play it. Is is that kind of situation? Sure. Uh, apparently, this was set for July twentieth, so I guess this is out. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is an, a little bit older, I guess. A few days ago. Um, remember, I this is where I wish Sean was here because I know he and I were talk talking back and forth about Skull and Bones, and yeah. uh, like a while back. So that has been. There's an article here on Kotaku about the development hell it's been in for eight years. It's finally in alpha. Wait, it's been <laughs> eight years? What? It's been eight years. There's oh a huge write-up of what's going on here. Um, Let me see if I can find... Holy shit, you're day. right, because this got announced right after Black Flag came out, Assassin's Creed 4. Development began in 2013 as a multiplayer expansion to Black Flag uh, that would release as a post-launch update. Uh, The expansion took on a life of its own, morphing into a full-blown MMO-like spin-off with a working title, Black Black Flag Infinite, and a a brand new pirate game called... uh, And later, a brand new game called Skull and Bones. And then four years after that, 2017 they showed a demo at e3 and they are still currently struggling to get into alpha as of today oh no it just passed alpha they confirmed uh the skull and bones team are proud of the work they've accomplished on the project since their last update with the production just passing alpha and are excited to share more details when the time is right that being said any unfounded speculation about the game or decisions being made only works to demoralize the team who are working very hard to develop an ambitious oh, come new franchise on, man. <laughs> yeah i know right uh there's like a whole bunch of things here if people are interested in this there is a giant article that you can read about what went on with it i don't i didn't read all the specifics i just wanted to bring up the fact that that game first of all still exists yeah. second of all has all has existed for years and third of all is finally starting to get anywhere just uh, now. i was it this game that apparently took money from the singapore government and legally yeah. has to make the game like they can't scrap it they have to actually finish the game so that's all in here as well. The ties with Singapore and the government. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's a here's, read. Here's a uh, quote taken from here. Since the beginning, this project has always been driven by fear. Current Ubisoft <laughs> developer. <laughs> mm, that's a good way to develop games. Glassdoor review page for Ubisoft Singapore full of complaints about uncompetitive salaries, wage discrimination, office politics, toxic managers. Uh, yeah, there is a lot in here, which might be up your alley if you're into seeing why games sometimes don't get made, even though like they're being people are excited for it. <sighs> Weird shit. Weird shit. Dude, the game industry uh, sucks. <laughs> dude. Like. It, like I, yeah. I went I went to university to learn how to make video games and I was like, yeah. man, programming doesn't seem like my thing. I'm gonna get out of it. Apparently I dodged a fucking nuke. Yeah. 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 Um so for anybody who doesn't know what an NVIDIA thirty ninety card is, it's about two thousand dollars and impossible to find because they are extremely rare and extremely powerful top of the line. Uh, that being said, if you owned a 3090 
and played the New World beta, you might have had it completely destroyed. So what? what? <laughs> New World had a bug where if you were playing the game, it defaults to uncapped uh, frame rate. And if you play the game with a 3090 with uncapped frame rate, uh, some computer systems would go up to a few thousand frames per second in the menu to the point where the card would fry itself almost instantly. Yeah. Uh, apparently wow. this was targeting specifically EVGA. 9,000 uh, FPS! 9,000, yeah. That's it. Yep. Um, they say New World is safe to play. Uh, this was happening specifically on EVGA's uh, FTW3 variant of the graphics card, but Gigabyte's graphics card also had this problem. Um, yeah, that's... Imagine, like, being excited for an MMO beta, which is essentially a demo, having a $2,000 card, and then it just fries <laughs> when you load that shit up. Oh, Wow can't imagine Jesus. uh i i hope those people um evga has been known in the industry for being like really good about if you have a problem with one of their cards you can like mail it back and they'll send you a new one kind of yeah. like no question asked i hope i hope they they're doing something for them but 3090 yeah chips and all that sort of stuff real hard to find so yeah, Amazon says uh, we've seen no indication of widespread issues with 3090s either in the beta or during our many months of alpha testing. Yeah, it's weird, super weird. And <laughs> uh, Pro Evolution Soccer is going free to play and changing their name to eFootball. So that's a thing. I didn't read a whole lot into this. Uh, it, this was from our Discord, but yeah, apparently they're getting a new engine. Um, and they are kind of releasing now under the eFootball name, and it's going to be free to play, which makes sense to me because those games are all about getting kids to buy a whole bunch of different in-game transactions. So why not make it free to play so more kids download it and get those sweet, sweet transactions? Makes sense. Uh, okay. Here's something you and you would be interested in. The SNES update for July 28th of what's coming to the <laughs> ah! SNES online. Man, I looked at these games. I know all three of these games. And I'm like, yeah. what are they doing? <laughs> They're weird choices. What are they doing? Yeah. Uh, so if you have Super NES online on your Switch, on July 28th, you can download and play, or I just guess just play in the cloud, Claymates. Jelly Boy, and Bomboozle. So, I'm confused about one thing. Bomboozle actually has a different name over here. It's called Kablooey. So I don't know why mm. they're using a different name. I don't... Do you think it it's It must like, be like a European right? cartridge. Because Jelly Boy, we also didn't get over here. So that's a, a European uh, ROM there, likely. So I guess Bomboozle is probably the same thing. Sure. Yeah, uh... These are weird choices. I'm, I haven't been paying attention, but, like, do they have stuff, like, I don't know, Earthbound on there yet? Or, like, no. things that people want? <laughs> no. 
that's why people are mad because like a lot <laughs> yeah. of the heavy hitters aren't on there yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think all the Donkey Kong countries are on there yet. But like Super Mario RPG is not on there. Earthbound's not on there. But I mean, those both have some issues. So I, I get why they're not on there. Sure. But I don't even think all the games that are on the SNES Classic are on there yet. So. Right. <sighs> oh, I'm getting confirmation DKC Trilogy may actually already be on there. Okay, never mind. Oh, okay. Man, they are not doing great <laughs> with uh, like, some of these choices. Even, I, I remember even like the, the last few updates they've done have been kind of wishy-washy. Here, let me. I'm going to load it up now. Let me just look at what the last few uh, updates were for SNES Online. Sure. I got really excited at first because when I saw the picture in passing on Twitter, I thought that it said Clay Fighters. And I was just like, yeah, all right, <laughs> Clay Fighters. <laughs> there we nope, go. Nope, this is the spinoff of Clay Fighters, Clay Mates. Yeah. It's a platforming game where you're a child that's been turned into, I think, a, a pile of clay or something like that. And you can transform into clay animals. And that's how you have to get revenge on your uncle or neighbor i forget which like it's a you know great. it's a weird cartoony plot great man what about clay fighter though i love that stupid do, game i'm saying do people even still hold clay fighter in regard like that's not a good game it's where else are you game. gonna play blue suede goo blue suede <laughs> goo for smash all right that's all i'm saying Okay. Bad it been a, yeah, it has been a while since I turned this on. Apparently, I have. Uh, yep, yeah, Donkey Kong Country Three to turn on there. Uh, hey, Punk, are you tough enough? <laughs> Psycho right, Dream, yeah. which was actually a decent import game. Uh, the Ignition Factor, where he plays a firefighter. Super Valus Four. Oh hell yeah! Uh, Prehistoric Man from Titus Interactive. Doomsday Warrior from Renovation. Super Mario Kart Special Edition. Base Super Baseball Simulator One Thousand. Joe and Mac, which was a launch title, basically. Magical Drop 2, Spanky's Quest. Oh, wow, those are the last few that got added on there, huh? Oh, Yeah, okay. no, there's, they, yeah, they got, there's some interesting choices here. Operation Logic Bomb, Smash Tennis. Like, there, like there's some hot, like, really good titles, like Breath of Fire 2 is on here. Oh, 1 and 2. Brawl Brothers, Curly, Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Pilot Wings, F-Zero, Demon's Crest, Super Punch-Out, Star Fox 2. And then there's Super Tennis and Super Soccer. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know either. Claymates, Jelly Boy, and Bumboozle. There you go. In a week, you can enjoy. Uh, speaking of a week you can enjoy, Play Day oh, pre-order. Guns on there. Hell yeah. Next week. Nice. Wild Guns is great. You're going to get oh, that the thing? Oh, the Play Date finally? Hell yeah. Yeah, next week. One week from now. From today. On Nathan's birthday, July 29th. <laughs> pre-orders will gonna... uh, notes. Pre-orders will not sell out. The first batch of 20,000 playdates should ship in late 2021. Additional orders will ship in 2022. Wow. We'll adjust 2022 production based on demand. Good for them. That's pre-orders, awesome. Yeah, pre-orders require full payment but can be canceled anytime for a full refund. Okay. Yeah, cool. Unis- yeah, limited to two per person. Like, there's no way to capture these is the only thing. So, like, I can't stream yeah. this is the downside. Yeah. There, I know there will be somebody in the world that hacks it somehow, but if it's even a feasible thing, I who knows? <laughs> that, 
that thing is weird looking still to me. I love how quirky it is, though. That's kind of <laughs> why I want it. It it harkens back to a time from our childhood when game companies were just trying shit. <laughs> so there is that. I could see why people would want it. Uh, so you are going to pre-order one then? I'm going to try to. I like the idea behind this. So for those who haven't heard about the play date, this is a system that basically looks like a, a tiny Game Boy. It's got like a black and white screen and a little crank on the side that you can use. Like they all do different things. But also all the games are downloadables. You basically get a subscription and they give you 24 games for like that Lucas first Pope season of one. subscription. Yeah. Uh, for $179 US includes the full season one of games, 24 original play date games delivered weekly at no extra charge. So every week you get a new game downloaded onto your, your system. It's a neat idea. Sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I really like the pre-orders will not sell out. They're just going to yeah. keep selling. I, I'm happy to see that. Uh, I'm also, I know that the dude who made Katamari apparently made a game for this. I'm excited to see what that yeah. was. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last thing, which is just a quickie. Um, if you're a PS5 owner, you have the opportunity to get Apple TV for, uh, what is it? Six, yeah, six months. You can get a six month trial. Uh, you need a Apple login, like an Apple account. You need a PS5 and, um, basically I, it looks like what you do is you sign up it renews for $5 a month after the trial, uh, but you get it for six months for free. Head Lasso starts this week, season two. You can catch up. It's a great show. Uh, yeah, just a public service announcement that I didn't know about, and I thought that was neat. That's it for news. Uh, we are running pretty long, but let's try to get through some questions. Yay, questions. <laughs> if you want to write in, top down perspective at gmail dot com uh tdp podcast on twitter the face not the facebook group the discord channel haha i'm not old and john <laughs> i'll take this first du double question from zachariah now a few months ago or now a few months ago i was talking to a co-worker of mine about what games we were currently playing i mentioned that i was enjoying the metroidvania aspects of the remaster of arkham asylum he got confused, and it turned out he had never heard of the genre or either of the franchises that form the name. Have you ever had a conversation like that where a game you thought was famous was unheard of? Yeah, dude. Uh, like, like <laughs> the super, the NES is like, what, 35 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yep. people, people are young. Dude, sure. so... Uh, so I'm doing a Donkey Kong Country Let's Play on YouTube right now. And Donkey Kong Country is a very well-known Super Nintendo game. And sure. I've had a lot of people that I'm like, yeah, I've never seen or played this game before. Like, and they're, sure. and they're, Because they're like, I was born 10 years after it came out. And I can yeah. legally drive. Like, stuff like that. It's just like, okay, yeah, no, you just, you can't. It's just, it's to the point where, like, this retro is, is a real term. It's a real thing. Yep. Most of sure. the shit on this wall, most people probably have not seen, and it's completely normal, even if it's, like, super well-known shit. Sure. Um, also, like, not on the internet. I talk to people in real life, and a lot of people don't know what Fortnite is, which is, like, baffling to me, because if you're 
you've ever been on the internet, you know what Fortnite is. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's that's totally that's totally a thing that I'm, it's like the people that or it's like going to an island and finding soldiers that were lost in uh World War Two, thinking the war was still going on. Just just don't know, man. Second question. Finally, a mysterious person walks up to you and offers you a billion dollars to create a successful game streaming platform. You're going to need more than that. You have to outline three points that this service should either strive for or avoid at all costs and pick an existing company as a backer and name recognition with the catch that said company cannot have already put their hat into the ring. Ooh, okay, so that no part is actually tough because a lot of companies have. Yeah. Um, Google owns YouTube, which has, so that doesn't count, I guess. Yeah. Amazon doesn't count. Yeah. Microsoft doesn't count. N Nintendo, bizarrely, does count. Uh... Uh, you go to Apple... You tell them that it's a mobile-only streaming platform. Haven't they already done that? Devices. Isn't that Apple Arcade, technically? Uh Oh, I guess I was thinking game streaming as in Twitch. Not like... Yeah, you're right. Oh, they have done that. Yeah, Apple sorry. Yeah, what are... Like, what is this? Is this streaming video games, or is this, like, Netflix-style streaming games? Also, Netflix no longer counts. <laughs> yeah, also Netflix no longer counts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know actually um i think he probably means in the way that like stadia exists i would assume yeah because yeah. that makes more sense um and this would play off of the netflix thing that came up last week so yeah yeah that's the problem there's very few companies at this point that are noticeable that are that haven't tried this what if you bring blockbuster back with a game stream. That one platform. last blockbuster in Alaska. They had the yeah. staying power that no one knew. Yeah, bring blockbuster back. Um Actually, you know what? If you had a billion dollars to bring Blockbuster back as a, like an online brand streaming platform, you probably could with a couple of select games. Cause they they have a notoriety and name and you'd get enough people just based on like whoa what the fuck factor but i yeah. don't think it would last but can't yeah i don't know if it would last and could they even legally after the goof up no they can't because blockbuster did a streaming service or, or oh, was it did they, they did or was it blockbuster did like a netflix style like mailing out dvd service i forget which one it was they did did they do quickster was that them oh god i think that was them quick i can't remember how you spell that it's like q-u-i-x-s-t-e-r Oh no, Quickster was Netflix company. Oh, okay, that was their DVD only service. Oh, never okay. mind. Blockbuster had something. <clears throat> they had a DVD service. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so they don't even count then. Oh my god, like what do you do? Like Walmart, I guess? Walmart's Walmart trying. Doing Walmart's doing yeah. one. Fuck. <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's hasn't tried yet. There you They're go. Big enough that when I think downloads, go. I think McDonald's. It's just that fucking McKids or whatever. Game it's just all the that... games they made for the Genesis and NES. Yeah, Mick and Mac Global Gladiators. Yeah, <laughs> McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure. Yeah, that's the one that 
MC kids, Mick kids or whatever. Yeah. I like that we haven't even actually answered the question yet. We've been still hung up on being like, what, what, what company can we even say? Uh, all right. I'm going to say McDonald's. Um, they should strive for having the quickest service and the hottest fries around. <laughs> um, they cannot have put their hat. Yeah. I don't think you would definitely get people to like go for it for like a month of just like seeing what it, it is. Yeah. You would not have people. Although you could give away codes with like promotional meals and stuff. Yeah. So that would actually work for McDonald's. It could actually work <laughs> a little bit. But here's the thing. It, they still, yeah. they yeah, so, like, tie-ins with your actual product. So, like, in this case, meals, you can get, like, trial codes or, like, one free game rental code, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, have, like, an expanding inventory of games, which is the really actually hard part, as totally. Stadia has proven. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, uh, totally. yeah, no, and just have it so, like, your system doesn't go down. Have, like, the downloads be fast. And have the game options be constantly like updating. Yeah. Have Game Pass. It it has to be Game Pass. Is the it thing. has to be Game Pass? Yeah. All right. VGC Kenny writes in and says, "How would you react if Nintendo announced that their next big Mario game was just going to be called Super Mario Brothers Four or Mario Five, since World is technically four in Japan?" Um, uh, I'd be impressed on the balls on them. Yep. It also, it would be ha it would have to be different enough in some way for them to do that. Otherwise, why? Would yeah, and I don't I don't think current Nintendo can do that. I no, think current I Nintendo agree. has current Nintendo has two flavors right now. They have cookie cutter everything. Yeah. And they have fucking crazy idea zone. Yeah. And there's like there's like no in between. It's like, we're going to do something that's so vastly different or, like, very, like, heavily different from what the norm of a series is that it almost feels like it's its own separate entity, like Breath of the Wild or even Odyssey, even though that's still less, more in line with what it is. Or it's like, we use the same HUD overlay for Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, uh, Super Mario Party, etc., etc., I was going to say, you got the double whammy with uh, Breath of the Wild, where they did something incredibly different, and then they played it safe by making Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a twofer. Uh, yeah, you have to do something completely different. Otherwise, that's terrible. Uh, Decoy Troy writes, How do you feel about numbered sequels versus a sequel with a different subtitle? For example... The Final Fantasy series being numbered, while Zelda just has a new subtitle for every game other than 2, although 2 also still had a subtitle. I think when your number gets so high, you either have to stop using numbers, or yeah. you just have to accept that it just sounds ridiculous. Like, the fact that Final Fantasy 16 is in development right now just sounds ridiculous. It does, yeah. It's but also this, daunting yeah. for people yeah. that haven't played it. Yeah. I like I like how Nintendo did the opposite of this with Mario Kart. They all had different names, and then they started going seven, eight, eight deluxe. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, the best is when you can do both and then really confuse people, like calling yeah. your sixth game in, or fifth or sixth game in a row Battlefield 1. <laughs> do you mean Kingdom Hearts 3, the 12th Kingdom Hearts game, or whatever the fuck the actual number is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the way to do it. 
I think it's the uh, ninth. Honestly, I like the different subtitle because it gives me more of a flavor of what that game specifically is about, just in general. A number tells me nothing except what order it came out in. And even then, that's wrong usually now, so. Yeah. They always do a Windows. Windows 7, 8, 10, 11. <laughs> to skip XP, 9 completely. Millennium. <laughs> All right, Sukasuka writes in and says, As internet personalities, have you ever gotten an unusually long rant from a stranger on one of your opinions? All the fucking time. Yeah. Uh, I stopped writing reviews because Mass Effect, my Mass Effect 3 opinion didn't go down so well. So yes. <laughs> if I ever say I don't like a game or franchise for X or Y reason someone will try to pick that reason apart to the point where it just reinforces my hatred of X or Y opinion. Yep. Cons are fun for you, aren't they, John? I hate everything. <laughs> Same. Cons, cons are probably where it happens the least, simply because oh, yeah. anyone who does that in person is the kind of person I would not want to hang around in the first place anyways. Or I would just be like, I'm going to stop you right now. I have to go do something I, like I can physically like be like you need to stop. Yeah. You can't do that to someone on the internet because they still will keep going anyways. But you can physically ask a person to stop, or you can leave. You can walk away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, there are three questions here. Sorry. Uh, next part. There was a huge outrage on Reddit recently about the definition of a chicken sandwich versus a burger. Oh, oh no. Oh God. Some argue that a burger has to be minced protein. Others say that the bread is what makes the burger. What is a chicken burger in your country? Oh, I don't know, actually. Uh, it, it's They're the same fucking thing. I'm going to be completely honest with you. They're the same yeah. fucking thing. If you want to, like, actually, like, draw a line, usually I think it has to be grilled for it to be a burger, because that's usually what you do with actual patties you have to like grill it in a way and the mint the minced meat thing makes sense too but yeah traditionally it's like grilled or like battered or grilled or something like that but like a sandwich a chicken sandwich and a chicken burger sort of the same thing this their the distinction too the distinction that i see being made when i googled really quickly chicken burger definition <laughs> is that the idea of a chicken burger is chicken put into a patty form essentially we're just like putting a piece of chicken as a sandwich or like ripped chicken but yeah it it's the same yeah i agree all right and the last part from sukusuku speaking of burgers what is your preferred burger emoji i have not paid that much attention to emojis me neither as that is a healthy thing to do I don't know that I've ever used a burger emoji. What? E okay, I'm, let let let's see. Hang on. What do we what do we got here? Uh, here we go. I got. <laughs> I found my favorite. It's from uh, it's from the Barrel Talk server. It's Amy from Sailor Moon holding a burger. Yeah. That's my favorite burger emoji. That's it. That's the answer. Shout out to I am 3D Homer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Phantom Aegis, hello TDP crew. Have you ever had your irrational fears made playing a game, or have 
You ever had your irrational fears made playing a game hard or unbeatable? It's kind of an awkward sentence. Uh, I had this issue with Twilight Princess and recently Skyward Sword with a specific crawly enemy. Oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah, I do too. Um, recent, I played through Banjo Kazooie uh, okay. on her channel years ago. Reese is deathly afraid of drowning. And there are a number of stages where you have to be completely submerged underwater and drowning is a regular threat. So it got to the point where she was going to have to like put, give the controller to me to get through it. She still did it and I was proud of her for it. But like, she like was parent. She's like, I can't do anything else for the rest of the day. Now like that, that fucks up stuff like that can just fuck up any like attempt to go through a game. So I get that. Yeah. Um, Soma, which is a game I really, really like, has a part at the very, very end in the last hour where you are doing a walk across the ocean floor in complete black while scary shit is around you. I am deathly afraid of deep ocean to where you can no longer see the sunlight. It's a claustrophobic and like a weird darkness thing at the same time. I stopped playing the game and watched a YouTube Let's Play from that point on to see the ending because I could not do it myself. So, yes, I have. Rasterman7 writes in and says, Yesterday I watched Forrest Gump for the first time. I know, very late to the party. And I really enjoyed it. It made me tear up a bit by the end. What's interesting to me about it was how he, as in Forrest, unwittingly witnessed and, in a way, influenced some of the most memorable historical events from the 20th century, at least in the United States. Now, if you were to make an alternate version of said movie but centered around the events from the last 30 years, mainly video game related, how would it go and what would its title be? So Forrest Gump, oh, but planned around video game history. It has to be like one of those like, cla- it, it's Billy Mitchell. It, it, Billy it Mitchell is. is Forrest Gump in this case. He keeps getting brought yeah. back up. He was a famous, like, world record setter back in the day. He got involved in, like, the King of Kong controversy and all this other shit. It has to be someone with that kind of storyline base. Sure. That's pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, any developers that have moved around a lot. I was thinking Cliffy B for a bit, but, not like, not really. No. Um, and he's generally not like see the problem the actual yeah. problem with this is a lot of the people in the industry that would fit this role eventually yeah. become not liked yeah very very even true. guys like Miyamoto get heat so yeah. like it, this is a tough one oh you know what i think the way you do it is you have a character who is born in the 80s or 90s and mm-hmm. they are somehow they have somehow influenced like they're like influence Mario or something like as a kid and then they grow up to kind of be like a speed runner or something and they're like they have to be like just a normal guy not in the industry that somehow their presence affects like a bunch of different stuff they become like an influencer on like YouTube and Twitch later on in their life then they become part of the game industry maybe as they're adults or whatever Mm. yeah and then the title is like literally just whatever their name is because see yeah yeah for a second i thought you were really gonna make this matt hazard because i thought it was gonna start with like <laughs> we, we have a video game character that starts in the 80s and like the 2d era oh, yeah. and then gains the third dimension and etc i'm like okay yeah no that we're describing matt hazard now yeah 
the janitor that Mario is supposedly named after? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> something like La- that. Landlord, wasn't it? It's a landlord? Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds correct, actually. John Carmack. John Carmack is a good one, actually, just nah, in general. Carmack's not completely hated yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Um. Also, Iwata had his hand in a lot of shit. Um, yeah. So that would actually be cool. I would totally... That would also have, like, the really sad ending. <laughs> it would Iwata. have a sad ending, but I feel like it would be... Actually, that would be really fascinating, because considering yeah. how many things Iwata kind of shaped for Nintendo... Totally. Like, the fact yeah. that he, like, fixed Pokemon, he's, like, gold and silver, he fit all of red and blue in there, like, he worked on Kirby, he worked on, like, all, like, these big franchises, Earthbound, everything. He is the Forrest Gump of the industry, <laughs> of Nintendo, anyway, at least. And we mean that wow. in a very non-insulting manner. I love Forrest Gump, I think. It's a yeah, good movie. I could see why that would be insulting now, holy shit. Yeah. Um... Last question from Gutang Clan. Question for this week's at TDP podcast. Hey, that's us. Was there an arcade hey. game you were dominant at, held the high score, or some record on? Mine was Soul Calibur. I had the arcade time attack record with Sophie Sophitia. I can't yeah, say Sophitia. her name ever. Sophitia. Sophitia. An arcade game. I was Weren't pretty good at Metal Slug when we had it at the university. Okay. Oh, yeah. At the we used to go to a uh, in Airdrie. There was a little in a mini mall. There's a like Chinese food place, and we would go there after church on Sundays for uh, for a buffet. They had a Miss Pac-Man cocktail machine, and I played the shit out of that. Nice. <laughs> so for sure. At- Yeah, and that does it for this episode of Top Down Perspective. That's it. What is your game of the week? Blaster Master Zero Three. Hell yeah. I'm going to give it to Chris Tales. Housekeeping stuff. Uh, the poll, as we mentioned before, is for TDP Plus August game is live. Please go vote. It is so close. You have no idea. Your vote will actually matter this time. <laughs> like it's crazy not like those other times this time for real there are some times where like 10 people could vote and it wouldn't make a difference because everybody wanted one game that that has happened uh this is very very close so if you're a patron first of all thank you but second of all go vote um speaking of voting for ddb plus backbone episode is going to happen we're thinking in about two weeks not exactly sure because of sean's situation it's going to hinge but, on that because we want all three of us to be here, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that is it. Thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Everybody. Bye.